Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And today, I'm actually going to be talking about something a little bit more personal. And while I have chosen to share a slice of my life on Instagram, if you don't already follow me, it's at justget.fit. However, it's truly just a slice of my life that you're seeing. And so lately I've been getting a lot of questions because for those people who have followed me for years, you know that when I started my account back in 2015, I was actually a full-time elementary school teacher. And this is something that I no longer do. I left teaching, I wanna say in 2017, I lie, it could be 2018. To be perfectly honest, I'm not even sure the year, the the years definitely tend to blend into one another. However, that being said, I left my teaching job three slash four years ago. And people often go, oh, well, you know, how did you get into what you're doing? Or, oh, you're just an influencer or, you know, all these kind of comments and assumptions about, oh, well, it just must be so nice to, you know, just take pictures and videos. And yes, that's my troll voice. But the thing is, everyone is going to have an outside perspective of what your life looks like, of how successful you are, of the amount of time and effort you put into things, how many hours you work a day or week, all kinds of things. People have these preconceived notions because like I mentioned, we really just share a slice of our life on social media. And, you know, I really try to keep it about me in the sense that, you know, my family and friends did not sign up for this. So I don't share a lot about, you know, my husband or our life or where we live or all those kinds of things because, well, he didn't sign up for this. And this is really my choice of how I've transitioned from teaching to a full-time nutrition coach and personal trainer. And I think what people often forget is that any kind of transition is hard. It is not something that I ever thought I would do. I thought teaching is something that I would do for a very long time. I have worked or I started working with kids when I was about 15 or 16. I did a lot of volunteer work in my old elementary school. I did summer camps. I did, you know, all kinds of things. I taught preschool and kindergarten in Montessori school. I've taught grade three. I've taught grade six, seven splits. And I've got a whole other life I had before I started coaching and before I, you know, built a business on Instagram and building that business has been a roller coaster. And so when people go, oh, I just, you know, want to quit my job and and do that. I was like, well, that's great. It is great. I think it's so important to follow your dreams. I think it's so important to be passionate, but I also think it's super important to be entering something with your eyes wide open about the pros and cons and challenges. And yeah, there are tons of pros. I set my own schedule. I have flexibility and freedom to travel where I want because everything is online. Obviously, that traveling aspect looks a little different currently. But you know, over this time period, we've lived in Europe, we've 
visited lots of places. And from going from a teaching job where I only had, you know, summers off and spring break and Christmas, that was a huge game changer and something that I have really and truly loved so much. Now, that being said, those are the kinds of things that people see. They see, oh, wow, she travels or she gets to do this or, you know, those kind of life experiences. But what you don't see is what goes on behind the scenes. And the thing about running your own business and not only running your own business, but running a business that is actually helping you to make money and not just take pictures and post videos, because I can tell you right now, there are plenty of people who share lots of things on social media and might not actually be making very much money. I know because I was one of those people. And when I left my teaching job, yes, I have savings and all those kinds of things. I am very responsibly financially. Um, But when I had the opportunity to leave and to do all the things that we've done, which I'm not going to get into for personal reasons, I did not really have a big income. I did not make a lot of money on social media. I wanted, you know what I made? I made less than $50 a month. Yep. I was working my butt off doing all these things, sharing all these things, making less than $50 a month consistently. I was doing meal plans on top of that. And so sure, I would make a bit more money. But when I started, I didn't have all the certification and experience that I have now as a coach. And Obviously, that makes a difference in not only your confidence levels, but what you feel like you're worth. And so I think a lot of us, when it comes to business, we we perhaps start off charging less and undervaluing ourselves because we are uncertain. And that uncertainty, I do think it's pretty normal, but I think it's also a really important part that as, you know, business women, we need to overcome. And you need to go, you know what, this is what my worth is. You are not like, as a coach, I charge what I charge, because you're paying not just for my time, you're paying for my experience, you're paying for one on one personal advice, you know, feedback, conversations, planning, all of that. And so I have, you know, raised my rates every year, as a coach, I've taken less people on because, you know, and I'm really good at what I do. And I know I'm good at what I do. So because of that, you know, this is where you got to believe in yourself and you got to persevere through things. But I think it can be very easy to get up to get caught up in the comparison game of, oh, so-and-so is so successful or so-and-so's Instagram feed is so perfect and curated. And I can tell you right now, I know plenty of girls on Instagram whose feed is not perfectly curated. They don't put all their images through Visco or I don't know. I'm, I don't, I don't actually use that app. So I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Um, but they make way more money, some of them, than people whose feeds are just stunning. And this is kind of where we sometimes get caught up in the nitty gritty and all the little details. And that's not to say details aren't important, but sometimes we have a hard time focusing on what is the most important thing. And so if you are considering an online business, if you are considering, you know, starting things on social media, if you aren't already, I think that's amazing. 
I think that is truly something to be excited about. I hope you're successful. I hope your passion, you know, keeps you going long term because I think, actually, I know if you don't have that passion, it's really hard to persevere through all the ups and downs. It's hard to persevere through the lack of security in terms of your financial well-being. You know, some months are great, some months aren't. You know, the the lack of guidance in terms of, okay, you know, when you have a job, you go in, you show up at a certain time, you're given tasks to do, and it's pretty clear cut. Like I knew when I was teaching what my expectations are, what I needed to accomplish, what time I needed to be there, all the things that were going on. And now it's like, oh, okay, well, here's my to-do list that is, you know, 100 things deep. Now, what's the most important thing? What can I get someone else to do for me? What do I absolutely need to do myself? What do I prioritize? And you can't make everything a priority. Believe me, I've tried. And you also can't burn the candlestick at both ends and expect you to feel good and be able to keep going long term. Guess what? I've done that too. I spent so long, and I do mean years after quitting my teaching job, I spent years working seven days a week. Years. There were no days off. There was lots of hustling, lots of getting things done, lots of trying things, experimenting. The effort it takes to do things, people forget. You know, starting your mailing list, starting your podcast, finding if you can work with compatible sponsors or collaborate with other, you know, people in your field. All of these things take work. And I think on top of that, there's that factor of putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and figuring out who your ideal client and audience is. There's so much that goes into building your online business. And it does not by any means come with, you know, a handbook, you know, do A, B and C for success. I wish. But the thing is, When you are passionate about what you do and you love what you do and you're willing to put yourself out there, make mistakes, to grow, you are going to increase your chances of success. And I will say, the more you show your face, the more you engage with people who support you, the more you answer comments, you answer DMs, you genuinely care about the people who support you the easier it will be to transition into business. But I think at the heart of what you do, there has to be passion. There has to be like true care for the people, you know, like I said, who support you in an authentic way. Meaning you can't just go, oh, here's this, you know, (laughs) generally it's like this teeth whitening product that I love, use code, whatever, whatever, for 90% off. And this is the thing that I have seen a lot of people fall victim to. And that is the, oh, great, I've got all these followers, I'm just gonna sell them things. And it's like, do you use that? This is where you have to be so mindful and aware that when you build a brand, And when you build a business on social media, 
You are the brand. You are the face of the brand. And so everything you share, everything you put forward, how you respond to people, how you deal with trolls, you know, all of those things, everything you promote and share, that impacts those that follow you. And I have unfollowed actually plenty of people for things that they've chosen to promote and share because I'm like, that's shady. I bet you don't use that or I just don't think that's very trustworthy and that impacts me. And I, sure, I'm older, so perhaps, you know, I look at it with a different lens, but I really and truly will not share anything I wouldn't use without, you know, even if no one knew. If I will use it without telling anyone, great. Then I would consider sharing it. But if it's something I've never tried and never used, guess what? I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to sell your booty bands if if I haven't tried them. I'm not going to, you know, sell that protein bar if I haven't eaten myself. And if I wouldn't continue to eat it even later. I've literally (laughs) had companies sell me or send me things and I'm going to go, oh, you know what? I'm just going to send you money for the product because I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to share it. I don't like it. I won't use it. And I'm not, it's just not worth it. What I have spent building up over the last five years is priceless. And the trust people put in me is priceless. There are plenty of people who are not going to like me, who are not going to like what I share, who are not going to follow along and support me in a way that's meaningful. And that's okay. It's that whole analogy of, you know, you can be the juiciest peach in the bowl and someone just doesn't like peaches or they're allergic to peaches. That's life. And that's okay. You are not going to be everyone's cup of tea. No big deal. But you need to remember that even if you're not everyone's cup of tea or you're not everyone's favorite peach, there are people in this world who will be attracted to what you put out there, to the personality you share and you show. And I can tell you this with 100% fact, because when I have my client interviews for one-on-one coaching, I will say 95% of the women I talk to, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a crush on you. You are so amazing. I would hang it with you in real life. Like I would go for drinks with you. I would go for a walk with you. I get the feels from you. And I love this because, well, of what I put out there, what I share, my sense of humor, no, it doesn't appeal to everyone. The people it does appeal to, well, guess what? They will love you more. They will engage with you more. You don't need hundreds of thousands of people to follow you for you to be successful. You need people who really like you, who really believe in you, who really connect with you. That's what you need. You don't need tons and tons and tons of followers. But you being authentic, you showing up consistently, And I do mean consistently, meaning you are sharing, you know, at least five times a week, you're showing up on your stories, you're being honest, you're being raw, you're being literally unfiltered in terms of show your face, you don't have to be perfect, you don't have to be, you know, made up all the time. Perhaps if you do beauty stuff, that might be more important. But I can tell you right now as a fitness account, I do not do that. And I will not ever do that because that is not who I am as an individual. And so I think it's important to show up how I am in real life. I have met plenty of people from social media 
either in passing or intentionally. I've run into them in the streets, you know, in Hawaii, in Europe, in the on the east coast of Canada. And I never want someone to be like, oh, she looks super different. I would not have recognized her. No, I don't. I don't want that. I always want to come across as exactly who you think I am. I've literally had people run into me while I'm paying for groceries at the grocery store. And I was like, I hope I was being my being on my best behavior. Um, but this is where I think it's important to really and truly be yourself in the most authentic way possible because it shows if you're not. People know when you're inauthentic. People know when you're faking it. And I think that's where sometimes it's hard but I think it's also valuable to be honest, to be go, you know what, I'm having a tough day, I'm having a tough week, whatever it is, because you know what, the more human you come across, the less perfect you are. I think that's when a lot of people connect with you in a meaningful way. And I know there are plenty of Instagram and social media accounts where it very much is about perfection and selling a lifestyle and, you know, they're going from yacht to this and always fantastic outfits and always designer this and that. And I I think that's, you know, great. It has its place. But at the same time, I think for most of us, that's not real life. It's certainly not for me. There are plenty of days when I go, oh, I really should change my pajamas. It's four o'clock. And I just woke up and got on the computer and I didn't, didn't mean to, but now here I am. There are plenty of days where I'm like, oh, I should really wash my hair, but I am too tired. So tomorrow it is. And it's, it's a roller coaster of emotions running your own business. But I think it is also such an amazing opportunity to connect with other people. And one thing I will say is when you're starting your own business and when you are sharing things on social media, Really remembering that you cannot appeal to everyone and that not everyone is going to like you is important. And the reason for this is not because, you know, people are mean and there's lots of trolls. Yes, there are. But most of the time, people are very kind. People are wonderful. You will have the opportunity to meet some incredible humans. But when you are really being true to yourself and you're focusing on your target audience, you're figuring out who your ideal customer or client is. If you make that your focal point and you, everything you share and post is targeted to that person, well, guess what? The connection you build with those people is going to be incredible. If you are focusing on, I I don't know, hair products, everything you share should be related to that target audience you have, whether it's curly hair people or straight hair people or beachy wave people or, you know, whoever that audience is. Are you trying to, you know, target 16 year olds? Are you trying to target 35 year olds? Not everyone is going to be interested, right? And this goes with pricing as well. My target audience is not a teenager. My target audience is actually someone much closer to my age. I've worked with women in a wide range of ages from being in their mid twenties to mid sixties. And I love that. I love that opportunity experience. However, my target audience is probably, I would say, you know, 30 to 45. That's the age of most of the women I work with. 
And perhaps that's, or not perhaps, that's likely because, you know, we go through a lot of the same times at this time in our life. We have a lot of similar experiences and that's okay. So knowing that though, I'm going to put things together a little differently than I would if my target audience was a lot lower. And so thinking about these things is important. How do you engage in a meaningful way? And I think my other piece of advice, I've thrown lots of tips in here, but my one other piece of advice besides figuring out who your ideal customer or client is that you're speaking to, is to not let fear hold you back from starting or from expanding or from sharing. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have it all together. People always go, oh, what's going to do the best? What's going to get the most likes? Trial and error. Put yourself out there. Share, engage, ask for feedback. Go into your stories. Ask people, hey, what do you want to see? What what was helpful? Which leads me to my last piece of advice before we wrap this up. And that is be helpful. Really and truly. This is that whole, not only do you want to be authentic, do you want to actually have the best interest in mind for those who support you and follow you, but you want to provide value. And value can look very different. But take a second to think about the accounts that you've followed recently, whether it's on Instagram or whether it's on TikTok. What is value to you? What does that look like? And that really and truly varies for me. So I really recently followed someone on TikTok because she was funny as hell. And guess what? I like funny things. On Instagram, I recently followed a dog account because I like dog things. And I just went through and I like liked the first 50 pictures and went through and oohed and awed and loved and commented because it brought me joy and that was valuable to me. So value doesn't necessarily have to mean saying, okay, here's six great protein, you know, snacks that you can have. Sure, if you are nutrition focused and health focused, that might be very, very valuable content. But value does not always look the same depending on your niche or what you're focusing on. But most of the time, if you think about why you followed someone, it's because they bring value to what to your life. It might be fashion being like, oh man, she's got great outfits and they're super affordable and I never know how to put myself together. Great. That's valuable to me. So whatever value means to you, think about that in context of what you are, you know, what your business is built on and move forward from there. I would say make a list, brainstorm some ideas, put it in paper, put it on writing, put it on a Trello board, whatever that is, and move forward from there. Because there are lots of wonderful ways to get started and put yourself out there. And it's not always going to look the same. But I will say, don't wait for it to be perfect for you to share something. Okay, there's a spelling mistake. Whatever. Oh, your picture's not the most flattering and perfectly curated. Post it anyways. The more you share and the more you put yourself out there, the more opportunity you have to grow you know, and that means growing your account, growing your business, all of those things. But very much like I talked about fear holding you back from tackling your health and nutrition, fear can hold us back from tackling our business, fear of our worth, fear of not knowing enough. And know this, and this probably will actually come across not very helpful, but I mean it in a really positive way. And that is for everything that you do know, there's way more that you don't know. 
And that's okay, because guess what? That applies to each and every one of us. I might know a lot about social media, but there's way more things that I don't know about, and yet I still have a business on there. So take your time, but don't wait too long. Don't wait for perfection. Choose something that you're going to create today that you're going to share and post it today. And then respond to everyone who, you know, comments on it. Respond to every DM that you get. And while I might not be the best person at that right now, I really do make an effort. And so sometimes all you can do is give it your best effort, give it your best shot and know that there will be growing pains. You will likely need to change and evolve as you go. And what you share and post today might not be what you share and post, you know, next year. And that's all right, right? Your audience hopefully will learn and grow with you. And whether you outgrow them or they outgrow you, that's okay too. That's part of it, right? It's very much like life where people come and go into our actual lives. And sometimes we, you know, change, have changes in our passions and our interests and they're not the most important person in your life anymore. Maybe they were and maybe they're not anymore. Same goes for social media. You're not going to be everyone's cup of tea or everyone's juiciest peach, but there will be a lot of people that love you, love what you have to share, love what you stand for, and that's your target audience. So think about all those things, and if you are, you know, growing your own social media, get in touch with other people who are doing things similar to you, and know that, well, not everyone will be super helpful and super receptive to, you know, you contacting them you might come across some really amazing people by engaging with them. And I will say though, if you are going to message people to, you know, get feedback and to connect, make sure you've actually engaged with them in a meaningful way, either in their comment section or in their DMs before asking for help. Okay, think about that. Because a lot of people get lots of DMs and if the first thing or your first encounter with someone is, hey, can you help me with this? And preferably, can you help me with this for free? Do you think most people are going to be open to that first encounter? And I can tell you from my own experience, that's not normally how I roll. I have lots of people who I talk with regularly. I have, whether it's clients, whether it's, you know, Just Get Fit members, whether it's people who've never bought a membership, but they always engage with my stories and, you know, comment on pictures of my dog and all those kinds of things. Oh, those are the people who, if they were to ask me something, I would 100% go out of my way to go, hey, you know what? Did you check out this post? Check out episode whatever, whatever of my podcast or have a look at this blog post. I would go out of my way to help them to give suggestions, whether it's business, whether it's workout, whether it's nutrition. But... I do that because I have a connection with those people. And similar to how you would go out of your way for a friend, the same goes for asking for help and making connections. So make connections in meaningful ways with people in your field. And I think the thing about when you put yourself out there to make those connections is you will attract people who are like-minded. You will attract the people who go, hey, you know what? There's enough room for us both to succeed. Because there are plenty of people out there who go, oh, I'm going to keep everything to myself. It's super secret. I don't want to let anything out of the bag because I am going to be successful and only me. Those aren't the people you want in your life. You want the people who go, oh, I tried this. It didn't work. Or I tried this and I think it 
I think it might have helped. So maybe give that a shot. Those are the people you want in your life and they do exist. Okay. So put yourself out there, contact people you genuinely engage with and like, make sure you've talked to them before though. And hopefully this has been helpful in terms of giving you some suggestions and guidance. I do realize it's a little bit all over the place with regards to business and social media, but it is something that I know can be really challenging and something that I do hope though you will be very successful with. Um, so on that note, let's wrap this baby up and thank you so much for listening. If you have found this podcast helpful and you haven't already, do me a favor and leave me a podcast review. If you are an Apple user, that means you can scroll down to the bottom, hit that five star review and leave a comment. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram for more nutrition and health tips. That is Instagram at justget.fit.